You'll hear from me, don't worry, and so will Mr. Banducci. Bandulo. Bandulo. I'll get into you. Uh, into it right away. Thanks again, Mr. Portnoy. Not at all. I've enjoyed every minute of it. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Um, so I, I came kicking and streaming to this thing. Uh, kicking and streaming. Ah, perfect. Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Sex Toys. Really? Like, like yep. Banana Deep. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Oh, the greater good. Oh, God, I just vomited a little. Please don't ever do that again. Oh. I don't think anyone's going to say that after this movie. Oh, my God. I assume that that was diarrhea you were having, right? That was what was happening? Yeah, oh, of course. It's constipation, right? It's oh, cement over here. Cement. I mean, come on. Just cement. You could make bricks. Cement. Yeah. You can mix bricks, bricks oh. with this. Gosh. All right. This is episode 398. <laughs> and tonight mm. we're talking about Portnoy's Complaint. If you have no idea what that is, you would be just like the rest of us, except for, <laughs> well. Living your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're doing God's work and, and whatever, and then along comes yes. this movie. I, I am Sean Allred, <laughs> and joining me tonight is Andrew, ordered maple syrup on his honeymoon, Jimison. Hi, Sean. Every time that I look at you, I just want you to know I, when you when I blink, you lose another article of clothing, and the the brilliancy of your translucent skin uh, shows very very nicely. All right, just, stop it before I jump off a balcony. It's, un- <laughs> it's unfortunate because the camera can't white balance appropriately, so it just looks like you know like a nuclear explosion in here. Uh, also joining me is Sam. He's willing to be mean and insulting to his parents, but he draws the line at the mayor, Vector. Absolutely. Well, the mayor is important. And Sean. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm, I'm going to make it black and turn and fall off. Just, just for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and for some reason, make Not it sound like, like a piece of glass <laughs> or something. Oh, my gosh. And making their cheap seat Those reviews debut. Uh, making their Cheap Seat Reviews debut is Sarah will now apologize for us to us for making us watch this film. <laughs> and Kelsey, I'm sorry Sarah made you watch this from the Bird in yeah. the Hand podcast. I'm not mad about it, and I will not apologize. I'm just letting you know. I, I won't do it. I, I, might just, send... I want to know how you found this. Okay, so we did an episode where we read poorly written sex scenes <laughs> by male authors. Oh, by male by author. male authors yes. is the key. Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so we went through, and Sarah and I tried to read these poorly written sex scenes without laughing. And so the <laughs> scene we read was the one where, from this movie, where he's laying in bed with the woman, and he talks about how he. Uh, Made love to a piece of the liver <laughs> and then family <laughs> ate it for dinner. Yeah. So once we read that mm. lovely. You were, you were sold by that point. I see. 
Well, we just kind of had to know. We we Googled it, of course, because then I was like, hold on, who the hell is this author that's talking about, I mean, masturbating into a liver, a piece of liver in an alley? (laughs) What is this? And so we Googled it, and it is... Hold on, let it's me show a you. New York Times bestseller, like yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Time, Times one hundred best English language novels from nineteen twenty three to two thousand five. That's a wow. That's a big wow. time frame, and we were like, "What?" So we're yeah. looking at it while we're recording our episode, and then we saw that it had been made into a movie, and I was like, "Shut the front door!" Like we're we have to watch this. So this was know, the perfect opportunity. Do you know when the book was published? I believe it in the seventies. Right? It, that would make well, sense. Well, that's the film. Uh, 1969. What's up? Oh, the... There you go. Okay. Well, that's a appropriate year. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. For this, for, for this movie especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so appropriate. Oh, So, yeah, that's where it came from. Um, that episode was real interesting. I think Liver <laughs> was probably the worst thing we... Liver was up there, if, it, if not the worst quote we read. Oh if you guys God. are interested, I have an excerpt from the book that I can read to you. Oh, oh uh, that sounds amazing. She has yeah. a very sexy phone voice. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, she's preparing. All right. <laughs> she does. She gets, she gets in character. It's true. All right. Oh, God. Okay. On an outing of our family association, I once cored an apple, saw to my astonishment, and with the aid of my obsession, what it looked like, and ran off into the woods to fall upon the orifice of the fruit. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. You're good. There's no recovering from that orifice. Pretending that the cool and mealy hole was actually between the legs of that mythical being who always called me big boy when she pleaded for what no girl in all recorded history had ever had. Oh, shove it in me, big boy, cried the cord <laughs> apple that I banged silly on that picnic. <laughs> this is what you chose of all the freaking clips. It's so chosen. good. It's this okay. One? There's only a little bit more. <laughs> big boy, big boy. Oh, give me all you've got, begged the empty milk bottle that I kept hidden in our storage bin in the basement to drive wild after school with my vase lined upright. Come, big boy, come, screamed the maddened piece of liver that in my own insanity I bought one afternoon at a butcher shop and, believe it or not, violated behind a billboard on the way to a bar mitzvah lesson. They, that's, yeah, that's actually in yeah. the movie. That's pretty close to the lines in the movie too. That's exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I read somewhere because I, I wanted to figure out what the heck this was. I read somewhere they 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 stuck really close to the book. Like they basically mm-hmm. said, this is the book in movie form. So, yep. um, so there was actually a director too that tried to make it like his own, and the author came in and was like, no, 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 you're gonna stick to the book. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Portnoy's complaint. This movie came out. Oh, what out, is this? Yeah, yeah, this movie came out in '74, uh, right? 1974. And uh, Andrew, I'm dying to know what IMDb has to say. What this movie is. Well, if you are uh, a cheapskate listener and uh, you you happen to Google this, it is not Port P O R T space noise. 
<laughs> as I originally thought it was, because I looked for this movie for quite a while and could not find it. And then I thought, what a dumb name for a port. Um, <laughs> but this is actually P-O-R-T-N-O-Y apostrophe S, port noise complaint. And this movie chronicles a young man's love and passion in his own kinky way. All right. That's that's what IMDb says. Sure. No, pretty on not? point. That actually yeah. works pretty well. Uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I had to laugh. So when most people know this by now, whenever I approach a guest and say, hey, would you like to come on the show? And they always, well, most of the time they say, yeah, sure, of course, you know. Um, very few times have been like, no, but that's not the point. Uh, actually, it's not happened yet. <laughs> to my knowledge, it hasn't happened, unless Sam and Andrew are asking guests that I don't know about. And usually what happens is I say, hey, here are some movies to choose from. Uh, so when <laughs> I said, hey, Sarah, would you like to come on the show? She said, yes, and this is the movie I want to watch. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, and she, <laughs> she says, didn't give I, you a choice. That no. sounds right. <laughs> and she said, I guarantee you've not watched this. And I said, Well, you're right. I've never heard of it. Uh, and by the way, I had to correct myself. 1972 is when this came out. So I said, Okay. And so I, I looked it up, and I, you know, I did the little little IMDb thing, and I thought, Okay. And I think uh, Sarah's description to me was, It's really weird and funny, and it's about you know a dude and sex and stuff, and it'll be great for the show. I'm like, <laughs> Okay. She really sold it. Yeah. Like, hey, they went for it. <laughs> well, and the honestly, the only the only uh, thing that I'm um, was a, I should have found out sooner is that it wasn't streaming anywhere for free. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of a rule breaker, but it was too close to <laughs> make a decision oh, and no. make a change. So, uh, Sarah, you owe each of us three dollars. <laughs> You're going to break my bank. I don't, I don't know if I can meet that. Yeah. Well, apparently we have to buy new microphones tonight, so maybe cut us some slack. <laughs> We're an XLR and, cord. I don't, I don't and, know. And a, yeah, and a, and a new uh, MacBook charger as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the computer. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I don't know. But no one cares. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's just like, so for people listening... Uh, they have a lovely two microphone setup, but for some reason, only one of them is is working. So literally, both ladies are hovering around one microphone. Uh, they're literally hugging each other. It's very lovely, and um, uh, I promised them that I would We're not. We're very close friends. I promised them I wouldn't uh, put it on Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> again, this is going to be a different episode. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, a parental warning, if you haven't realized it yet. Yeah, I think we'll probably keep our PG-13 rating on this one, but there's going to be a lot more talking about masturbation and dicks and things like that. So just, just yeah. going to be And honest. you said we couldn't say the yeah. F word. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the word masturbation. It's fine. I just, you know, I don't want to... It's scientific. It's, it's medical. Fast. Yeah. It's you know, the F word. Is the... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so this movie directed by Ernest Ernest Lehman. Am I saying that right? Lehman. Ernest P. Rural. Lehman. Keep touching you everywhere. Oh, I'm glad that got picked up. Uh, <laughs> this is the only film he has ever directed. This guy. Well, that makes sense. And yeah. but he's got a lot of writing credits. He's done a bunch of. Uh, he wrote the. You know, he wrote the screenplay. 
for North by Northwest and the 1961 West Side Story and, I don't know, something called The Sound of Music. Oh. But wasn't that already written? I mean, well, how could so he yeah. be the writer? Well, so was this. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, exactly. But he, again, he wrote the North by the Northwest. Again, that's uh, it's Hitchcock, right? Uh, right? Yeah. I'm not wrong there. Yes. Yeah. Um, and West Side so Story again, been... you know, that's a thing. He wrote the screenplay for it. So, but he's got a he's a good. He, and he wrote this, um, and then he took a little break and then came back in the. So he's in the do, doing some stuff in the '70s, and then took a ten year uh, break and then wrote the 60th annual Academy Awards TV special in '88, and then again in '90. And then came back in '95 to write the screenplay for Sabrina, and then last the year wrote, witch? yes, no, and then wrote, okay. and then last year wrote a short called Mashup in 2021. I mean, the guy's still working, huh. I guess. I don't know. That no, he's not crazy. still working. What? That doesn't make sense. He died in '05. Wait a minute. COVID. <laughs> what? <laughs> he has a writing still credit working. for. He has a writing credit for 2021, but he died. <laughs> 15 years earlier. All right. Well, good for you. You gave all this beautiful information, and you're like, oh, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> this guy was nominated. might be wrong. He was nominated well, for six I mean, Oscars. It too. could be that that something was written and then, you know, shot and then you know, it was saved for later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so True. I guess I'm. Okay, I'm, we'll give that to you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm bringing all that up to say that obviously the guy can write some stuff, but. And again, most of this book was movie is based on the book, so it just feels like he's just writing what's already there. But as a director, this movie's mm. not good. No, I really feel like he thought this was going to be like his Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, you know where people talked about it a lot. They really wanted those spicy scenes, but it wasn't going to be great acting and uh, you know what I mean, like yeah. I love Fifty Shades of Grey, but not because it's, you know, going to win Academy Awards or anything. I like the smut factor. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest. There's yeah. a great scene. I was hoping for it. Yeah, there's a great scene of uh, of um, milking a cow that is edited perfectly. <laughs> I don't know if you caught it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... that's, that's actually where the gif came from. Or is gif, it? however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. It's a little known okay. fact. From the yeah. from the cow. Oh, and he goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah. They rewound the film. Yeah. Oh, that annoyed me so much. That entire like twice, sequence, right? Yeah, that entire sequence annoyed me so much. Like, it was so unnecessary. We're gonna get into it our five just... reviews here in just a second, but I really need to complain about this. This is such bad direction. I understand that they have a camera, and so we have like seven freeze frames. So, make the sound of the shutter of the camera on the freeze frame so that we know what we're looking at is a picture. I thought my internet kept freezing. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it, it was so bad. Like this is like, I feel like I'm giving podcast critiques here. Like give me better signposting movie, but it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was that, that I really hated that part. So we're going to do five word reviews now. So Sam, tell us what, what have thou written upon this? Movie? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I, I might be the only only one here, but um, I watched this last night um, under penalty of, of being in trouble for not watching it for the podcast. Um, so I, I came kicking and streaming to this thing. Uh, kicking and streaming. Ah, perfect. Nice. It's a podcast name and to, to 
to begin with. Anyway, You're um, making puns. I know, right? So uh, I've got three here, um, and the first one is dream turns into nightmare. And um, my next two kind of what I took away from this was can't always get what you want, and relationships ain't easy. And for the first first half of this movie, I was thinking, what the heck is going on here? I I was driven crazy by the typical uh, Jewish mother, father, family relationship. I understand that he had a weird upbringing. And it wasn't until he started going, or it was, is it dating? I don't even know what you'd call it. It's screwing monkey, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> Boy, out of that, context, that's a really... Monkey, though? What's that? Didn't he call them all monkey? I have no, no idea. He just, might have. He was just the one. It was I just the he one. Called yeah. the redhead monkey, and he yeah. called the girl he was talking about the liver with monkey as well, because that was not in the clip that we read. So <laughs> look into it, people. <laughs> <laughs> so the the interesting part of this movie is is when that started happening, because here you've got this guy who who obviously never grew up in terms of that type of activity relationship wanting whatever it is and, and i think all us guys pretty much 90 percent of the male population would want that we want uh, we would want a woman like monkey to come into our lives and and have fun with right so i'm thinking okay well this is kind of fun they're enjoying each other's company and then you start i i like the way it started turning where they started getting on each other's nerves and especially her on his where he had this perfect ideal relationship, this perfect ideal dream life that he was living. But she was kind of, I don't want to say, I hate to say it, dumb. And she couldn't spell and she couldn't, it just all of a sudden there were these little things that were coming to the surface that maybe this, this whole sex wasn't worth it, right? This whole dream, you know, maybe there's something more here that men want that to, to, to have a lasting relationship. And I found it an interesting conversation in terms of, uh, you know, exactly what do men want? And I, I appreciated that it finally came to a, a head where, you know, maybe this fantastic, beautiful looking lady who all she wants to have sex is not what we all desire. And, and maybe it's not the end all be all um, end goal. Yeah, we sometimes just want a spoon. <laughs> I mean, no. honestly, that's where their relationship fell apart, though. Was in yeah, Vermont that's true. When they were trying to, yeah. they were spooning. She thought it would be fun to like well, not have sex the one night, and yeah. then it just kind of went downhill from there. Yeah, and he he yeah. was having none of that. Also, yeah. Oh yeah. So there, there's a movie with Mel Gibson from a few years ago called What Women Want, oh. and they they should have done a sequel, What Men Want, but it would have lasted 30 they seconds. Did. Yeah. Not with Mel Gibson. They did a sequel? They it's it's um <clears throat> I can't remember the actress's name, but they did a What Men Want. Yeah, they did. With like uh it, yeah. was, it was a comedian lady. That. Um uh you're it's right. It's actually really hilarious. Yeah, twenty no, it's not Queen twin uh, twenty nineteen. That's who I was thinking. Uh, Taraj yeah. Taraji P Hin, uh, Henson. Yeah, Aldis Hodge. Oh, uh, yes. yep. yep. Yeah, twenty nineteen. But that, but I find that interesting. I mean, right? Because I mean, I, I might, I might be the only guy here that's I willing to, to admit that. 
that that this monkey would have been awesome to find in real life. I mean, just like, holy crap, this would have been amazing. But at the same time, I would have been in the same boat of I cannot stand. I can't stand stupid people. So I have to argue with you just a moment. (laughs) Because whereas that might be okay for a season. I I have to admit that would probably get old. Right? Probably. Yeah. 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 I feel like they had to keep upping the stakes in their sexual relationship. Like it just kept evolving to a more uh, kept progressing. Ridiculous. Very, yes. And so I feel like at some point you hit a limit, right? Like there are things that you decide you can't do. Or won't well, do and, and she hit that limit. She hit that yeah. limit in Italy or whatever they were. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I think that was, that was interesting to see because she never said no. Right. But if you read her body language, there was no written all over it. Mm-hmm. But I will say the, the one thing, I, the, the, the rape scene in this movie is hard mm-hmm. to watch, mm-hmm. especially Very. when you're you're trying to to I don't want to say root for this guy, but at least at this point, he's a sympathetic character. But at that point, I'm like, I, you know, I hope he gets arrested. This guy mm-hmm. is what the heck is he trying to do? So anyway, the whole time I that's was 70s or like, something. I don't know. I really hope that she just kicks him in the nads. Just yes. kick him, like knee him real, real hard so that she yeah. can get out of there. But then he just lets go and rolls over. Because I don't, I don't, from what I could tell, I don't think rape was actually there. He was trying, but I don't think. He never was, got to that point. There but was intent. Yeah. He took off her freaking pants. So, I mean, or he was ripping off her pants. So, it, mm, mm. as a father to daughters, that that makes me cringe. Also an interesting choice to include in the movie. Right. Like the whole rest of the movie probably would have been a lot better without that part. But I guess it does show how screwed up his mind was. Craven or something. Yeah, he was. mm, Yeah, I just I had a hard time sympathizing after that. So I I had like there's parts of this movie that I'm like interesting and, and made me think even into today you know, about some of the stuff, but at the same time, you're right. It's it's some bad, there's some bad directorial choices in this thing. For sure. I mean, great one-liners, though. I feel like like we've got so many jokes after watching this movie. That maple syrup (laughs) reference earlier was perfect. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just sitting here digesting what you're saying, Sam. And we'll we'll do uh yeah. we'll do the rest of our five word reviews here in just a moment. Right. And the, and the funny but thing like, is, it's not supposed to be a deep movie. No. Right? I don't think it is. But for some reason it hit me at that that at that level where it's like, huh, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, this is the relationship all guys want, but yet this is the scariest thing I've seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I think dudes, I think I can say like you know, yeah, guys want to have that relationship for about a month. And then it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, that's definitely not the woman that you want to marry, but it'd be kind of fun to just have some fun with. But, oh, but at that, at, during that time, I mean, I had a relationship in college a lot like this. And I, I'm very fortunate I did. But, um, but it, it ended before I wanted it to end. And I still, I still have memories where I'm like, oh man, you know, I, I miss that. So and and unfortunately, it's 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 something where I I the the person was a horrible person and, and what happened was a horrible thing. So it's like anyway, I don't I don't want to go too deep into that sort of stuff, but 
Um, it's hard, even as a man, to just have no strings, stuff like that. So, anyway. <laughs> you thought so deeply about this. I'm like, I did not. I know, know right? It's supposed to, you know. I was uh, there for Sean the mentioned, Sean mentioned it's like American Pie in the 70s or something. And I'm like, <laughs> when I was. And I was watching it, and I'm like, yeah, it kind of is. But then it turned that corner, and I'm like, oh, man, this is so freaking deep. I'm loving it. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the girls are That's giggling over that. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not Sorry. used to being That's the what she said. Sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. I feel like every other sentence could be that's what she said on this episode. Yeah. Oh, I love yes. it. So oh, just wait! Just wait until you hear <laughs> oh. some of the clips that I played, or that I got. Perfect. Oh. Uh, uh, so, anyway, that's that's my take on it. I found it interesting until it got scary, or you know, just it got deep too quick, too soon for me. Yeah. So. Okay, you can stop saying deep now. <laughs> yeah, it got really deep. I mean, <laughs> really deep. Stop saying deep. It got really. Like deep. like banana <laughs> deep. You know, <laughs> watching. <laughs> um. All right, Andrew, say your five word review before Sam says something that I have to bleep. All right, my five word review. Not on the doilies. (laughs) My five word review. I have a couple here. (laughs) Um, my first five word review is: uh, sex is great until it's not. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then my other one is: isn't that six? Yeah, I don't. I don't count. (laughs) Yeah. If he does yeah. five, he's a, he's a band director. He only counts to, to four. So yeah, I I don't abide by the five word rule uh, just because I'm a rebel like that. Um, Said the guy that watched this second, movie at work. <laughs> <laughs> my second uh, re- review is <laughs> what it's like to teach high school boys. Um, ah, there you go. Yeah, and I, you know, as I was watching this, I could not help but to think of the issues that I see as a teacher with males, with male students, uh, especially in that younger freshman uh, eighth grade time frame that literally don't think with their brains, they think with their penises and they will do things and they will say things to women in the school, females in the school, even teachers at sometimes um, that is driven purely from their pants and they don't think about what's happening. And this whole movie to me was just that story. Yeah. It was just a story of a prepubescent boy that is still going through that, you know? Um, You know, the, it certainly is not a thought. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like a sexy Peter Pan or something. Like he never grows that's exactly up. Exactly what it is. That's it. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry. That just hit me. It's Peter Pan, but sex. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's my deep thought. <laughs> yeah, I. The whole movie, I couldn't get over the fact that he looked like Rowan Atkinson. Uh, because or, I thought, or a friend of our staff. <laughs> And that's yeah. why I have the picture because I, I just, <laughs> that's all I saw every time he was on screen. I was like, I can't take this seriously because Mr. Bean's trying to bone this person. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, like even his movements, I, like even like the way he moved was very yeah. Rowan Atkinson. Like it was yeah, not yeah. just in his face; it was in hair. It was like the way he moved. It was very mm-hmm. yeah. That well, facial um, expression that is part of your background. It was me watching the movie. Like I, I had a twisted T, and I was just like, I don't yeah. what. Yeah. 100%. Well, uh, as I've explained off air, I had quite a surprise watching this movie today, and in in a good way because it caught me off guard and made me focus on the movie because it was one of those films, kind of like Sam, that I went into thinking. I don't really need to pay attention. Like, right. I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm yeah. just gonna put it on and in the background. But after that cold open of, uh, <laughs> you know, being in headlights. his office and headlights there, I thought, okay, I better pay attention. <laughs> you did with and well did. and honestly with ex- expectations that more of that was coming, right? Well, yeah, um, and you know, luckily it did not uh, <laughs> in some ways. But there were other things. I mean. The scene with, um, I guess, what they call our bubbles or. Uh, yes, bubbles. That was disturbing. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, again, like, you. Her out. You you go into this scene and you start to see, I I assume, I mean, I wasn't around. Sam might have been. But I assume that that's how women were treated at in, in some point. And, you know, that you could just punch her when she's not doing what you want her to do, even though it was a punch in the arm. And I just couldn't help but to think, all right, she's being forced to do something she doesn't really want to do just to, just to appease these guys. Um, But it did give us that doily scene, which made me laugh afterwards. So I kind of forgot. And I did find it funny that there was like, I don't know if you guys caught it in the background. There was a a picture of Jesus on the wall and then a a calendar that had uh, like a biblical pictures on it on the wall in her apartment and i thought this is this is great <laughs> not only is he doing that but he's doing it with someone who loves jesus which is very right. not <laughs> would make his jewish yeah. mother very upset absolutely i'm, I'm glad that uh, mary jane lived i'm glad that that the the scene that it shows her uh very poorly edited falling off the building like Towards well, the camera. technology back then, I don't think. Right. That, I mean, that, that was probably stable. Also, first of all, how dare you? I thought it was lovely. <laughs> um, <laughs> another another camera shot that was shown about 12 times in the movie that was only really needed once. Um, but I'm glad it was all in his head. I'm glad that she didn't actually splat on the Do ground yeah. in that way anyway. Um, so that's kind of my take. It was It was an interesting film. I didn't hate it to be honest. Um, but the scene where we had the montage of them just hanging out that I hated, like legitimately hated. Yeah. Well, Uh, do you think it was because it was so awkward because it just didn't feel right because it just didn't, it it didn't jive with out of character. Like this guy just wants to do it with her the whole time. And he's trying to be like a freaking Brady bunch Christmas special or something. It just felt right. so weird and janky, and like, did they just invade some poor farmer's farm? Like, is there some guy off camera with a shotgun waiting for these guys to get out of the way so he doesn't hit the cow? Like, <laughs> like they like and she's in the barn. I wish and... they would have hit the cow. I wish that while they were kissing and making out while driving, 
that the cow would have been in the road. That would have made the the whole scene worth it. <laughs> the cow just just falls on the car and just crushes just it. Just gave it meaning. <laughs> yeah, give it some meaning. I actually thought they were going to hit that tree. They don't uh, play with others for nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Kelsey, do you have a five-word review? Oh, mine you've heard all night. Not the doilies, Portnoy. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's awful. When I think of this movie, that is the only thing I'm going to think of is not the doilies. And I feel like doilies can stand for so many things. <laughs> <laughs> she just stops there. I feel like doilies can stand. Oh my God. I don't think I need to go further. I feel like a statement stands for itself. It really does. It holds up. I mean, not the doilies, oh Portnoy. My... <laughs> also, I have to say the fact that when he was supposed to be a teenager and he still looked like a forty-year-old man, that was hard for me at first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I know agreed. they didn't have like the agreed. technology, the makeup, yeah. the all the things, but I was like. Maybe you just get a different person to play the, yeah, the teenager you can't because find he another, is obviously not a teenager. Yeah, you can't find another skinny kid to, to that part. Because I thought the thing, I was really confused. And the only reason why I knew he was in high yeah. school is when she said something like, what are you doing after school? And he's like, I got homework or whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? This is not, this is high school? He, like you said, he looks like he's 38. Yeah, he had his Letterman jacket on, but still you were just thinking, <laughs> He's just wearing that nostalgic to relive the glory days. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sarah. Oh, so the hospital scene I just realized was one of those flashbacks too, because he was in his Letterman jacket with a baseball glove. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I swear I was sober watching this. Well, but the problem is weirdly disjointed the way things went together. It was so hard to tell. It's it's edited very strangely because you don't always know what's a flashback and what's not. Um, this gets into the trope that I'm going to talk about. I guess I'll talk about now. It's called the unreliable storyteller, right? When whoever's telling the story isn't always going to give you the truth. And uh-huh. by the, and we're, we're, we're confirmed this by the fact that in his mind, she jumped. So all of this trauma that he deals with that he's going to therapy for is for a thing that didn't happen, but he thinks happened because he's kind of, also crazy enough to think that she was crazy enough to do this thing. So in my opinion, that means everything in ahead before is jaded. I don't think that his family situation was nearly as bad as he's saying it is. I think he just wants to get some sympathy from the non-talking therapist, which is also a trope. Um, yeah, give me Alan Arkin, uh, the therapist from Point Gross Point Blank, any day. He was a good therapist. At least he said he said words. But uh, so that was one of the things that kind of annoyed me. And I guess it's probably from the book. But like, I can't ever tell when it's a flashback and when it's just just the story because because everything technically is a flashback except the um the 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 therapy room. But it felt like there was way back and then sort of back, right? Like. High school, and then just a few months ago, and then high school again. Again, it was very, it was edited very strangely. Well, and sometimes they'll do like, you know, they'll make the past look like a little bit different tone or color. And I don't, you know, they may not have had that technology back then. 
Oh. I don't know, but that would have um, helped me so much. <laughs> yeah, they did. And that that's not t- that's not hard technology. That's either you put a filter on the lens or you color correct in post. They should have filtered the lens then they for the love done, of Pete. Yeah, ex- you're not wrong. Um, I mean, hell, they could they could put a piece of cheesecloth over the lens when it looked like he had blinded himself with his jism, as, <coughs> as the woman said. So, which was a funny scene, also. I, I that really made me laugh. But did was that one of those things that actually happened or not? Because we never see reference to a dog again, and and he just says this guy handed me a stick and a dog, and yeah, I think right. like again, I don't think that any of that was real. I think that was just a story for the therapist. I I think a lot of it's fake. I really do. I think his weirdly inappropriate story about his mom fondling him is made up. Or uh-huh. or maybe that part's real, but the rest of it's fake. Who knows? Like you don't know is the problem. He's an unreliable storyteller. It could all be complete garbage. Um, That's kind of what I thought, was that this was just all completely made up, and but it was things he had, you know, obviously things he had thought about, but I kind of, I didn't think any of it actually happened. Because, let's be honest, how many beautiful model women are going to end up <laughs> with a guy that I'm sorry. He was not beautiful model male. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if Mr. Bean walks up to you in the street and says, I want to eat your P word, like, does that work? Like, is that. Well, if he says it in that way, probably not. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I can say, I I know I can say it on air, but I just, I just didn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon me. Uh, I would kind of like to eat the P word, please. Yeah. Is is that how, is that how that would go? that's kind of why I thought the whole thing was a fantasy. Like this was his fantasy about you know, this fantasy girl. Cause also like how many women like that? I mean, yes, I'm sure there are some very vapid sexually charged women out there, but I feel like everyone has a deeper level. I don't know. Right. To some if, extent. If we're also talking about someone who is going to be um, that sexually charged for that period of time and she's not say physic like, Face wise, attracted to him, maybe he's got a big dick. Oh, <laughs> but she didn't. Like, she didn't well, if know that's that. The case, <laughs> if that's the case, I mean, then the Apple Core story has to be false. <laughs> yeah, I Apple can't, you don't know. I can't get over that. Oh, but maybe what's? Oh my gosh, that one movie. Well, I do. I do want to tie in one. Oh my god, this microphone! I do want to tie in one thing because I know we're kind of talking about um, the five-word reviews. Yeah. My part of my take on it was um, the mental health side. So, Uh did his mom actually fondle him? And now this is the the mental retribution take it taken on him years and years later, and him trying to figure out was that appropriate? Was it not? you know, whatever. Mm. And then coming from a Jewish family with, um, you know, strict, (laughs) strict rules on dating and their lifestyle and whatnot. I mean, there's, there's that mental health aspect too, which not as prominent in seventies filmmaking as it would be in today's filmmaking. But that was something that I like kind of latched onto. Cause if he's seeing a therapist in the first place, I would be pissed that this therapist was not speaking. Like maybe maybe that's the the therapy style that they have, but the fact that the therapist would not speak drove me insane. Maybe that's the whole thing. Is that like he's telling these outlandish stories to try and get a response out of his therapist? <laughs> that would be terrible. 
Yeah, like you just keep going until the therapist finally says no, no more. <laughs> right. That's an interesting. Th- I I do think it would be an interesting like to your point, Sarah, that like maybe the 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 fondling by mom that's the real part, and then the rest of it is. It kind of feels like the story that he's telling is an excuse for the actions later, right? This is why I tried to rape that girl is because of all of these things that happened to me. Mom did this. My dad was insane. I hate Jewish culture. Um, This woman that I dated for however long was um, kind of crazy. I mean, you know, she plays, she, you know, he kind of gaslights her for a little while, but she jumps on board pretty early too. And, you know, she's like, hey, let's get married or whatever. And so anyway, I I think maybe in, in his mind, like he's trying to justify what he did. I don't know. Like I said, maybe maybe I'm reading too deep into it or, or I don't know. But uh, if... I'm sorry, that's what she said. Yeah, well, you know, Sam wasn't here to say it. He's, he's having uh, internet or he's having uh, issues right now, but... Uh, I guess I'll do my five-word review, and that is, uh, I think uh, Andrew took six words one time. I only have four, so uh, Mm. we kind of balance it out, and that's uh, when horny met crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Little Harry met Sally. uh, Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, good. Going to put your land down. Good. It's always better when I don't have to explain it. So I didn't take a whole lot of notes on this movie because it just didn't feel like there was a lot of things happening. It just felt like we were watching a lot of the same thing. I mean, that that montage in Vermont felt like it took forever. Um, you didn't want to yeah. take notes about that? Not that. <laughs> I, I think I wrote... Uh, I said, oh my God, the cow part. Did they invade some farm and he reminds me of Mr. Bean? That's my note on that whole scene. Um... Let's see. Like my first note that was, my very first note was talk about a cold open. I thought I missed something. Like I thought I had missed. <laughs> it was, it's just so abrupt. It's so awkward. Uh, it's just it is. It, it is. Well, and then and they never really like. Did he talk to the landlord? Did he? You know? Did mm. they never solve that mystery? Like they open with this woman and her problem, and he's supposed to solve it. I need to know. Did he solve it, or or just picture her naked? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah probably. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, did he just blow her off after he pictured her yeah. that way? Maybe he did. <laughs> no, or or she did. Um, That's what you said. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just realized that three of the nine notes that I took start with OMG. So, uh, like, why is his fantasy? His little fantasies are fun, but why is his mom cutting bread? Like when he's, because again that was a flashback within the flashback, right? He's he's telling a story of his bar mit, uh, his bar mitzvah, but he's he's changed it in the story. And there's a scene where his dad is all happy reading the newspaper, and his mom's cutting this giant loaf of bread, and his sister is insanely eating Jello. Like the the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole thing was just ridiculous, but it made me laugh, which I think was the point. Uh. And then I wrote, oh, my God, the back and forth with the mom and dad is the most ridiculous thing. So, like, the mom is sitting down, and the dad is literally running back and forth to the, to the living room to yell at the son what the mom just said. This, this house can't be more than 300 square feet. 
There's no reason to ever get up from the chair. You just say the words and he can hear it. But the camera, like it, it was very slapsticky and it made me roll my eyes um, out loud. Uh, and then my other OMG was OMG the hand job bit I can't tell what's real or what's in his mind so again like we said Uh, and then my last one that I'm going to mention is uh, uh, oh ugh I know it's a product of its time but these zooms are killing me (laughs) god I hate it oh yeah I do too Ugh, it was so bad. Okay, I do have a compliment for the movie. Okay. The costumes. I thought, I, I don't know, maybe it was made in the 70s, so of course the 70s costumes were on point. Yeah. But the clothing was great. So not costumes. So not costumes, but the clothing was great. Sure. Their outfits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was probably just I'm their clothes. That. I mean, you know. I know, but they looked very authentic, I guess they were. <laughs> <laughs> But I liked. There were good outfits. Yeah, like I'd when like, they showed up at Vermont, and she was wearing that. Like I was like, you know what? I could see someone wearing that today. <laughs> Not me, but someone else. <laughs> I did think it was interesting when she um she's going to go to the mayor's thing, and she's basically wearing a bra and a skirt and that bow. Uh-huh. Yes. And like he doesn't say like a swimsuit. Yeah, and he doesn't say anything. And he's just like, okay, let's go, because he's he's all grumpy because he realizes she can't spell. Um, yeah, uh, can we talk about that for just a minute? Yeah, all right. <laughs> yes. If you if you love someone, does it matter? Set them free that they can't spell. <laughs> he did not love her. Well, no. okay, true, but I mean, is is that the deal breaker? Like, I mean, I've okay. I know dumb people, right? We all know dumb people, <laughs> but and and to somebody, we're the dumb person. You oh, know gosh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So when when does it become a deal breaker that someone can't spell? I don't know. That just bothered me. See that, that that's the reason that he would give up this. I actually this thought experience. I just thought that was like the nail in the coffin for me. Like it was it felt like the other things that led up to it. like the first break in the armor was when she was like, Hey, wouldn't you like want to live in the country and just kind of be a family? Like that's when he puts up the first wall. And then and yep. she picks up on it and she's like, Oh, forget the country. Let's listen to rock and roll. I'm a free spirit again. Woo! Right. And then and then we have the thing with the mayor and the whatever. And and like again, like she again, she's kind of at fault here, right? Like she just decides that every problem can be resolved with sex. Like, I don't want to go be with the mayor. I'm gonna feel dumb. Let's just have a blowjob here in the park, right? Like if only my wife would understand that, um, I think <laughs> life would be a lot easier. Um but yes, maybe there was a moral lesson that that she could have gotten from this. I don't know. Yeah, because like again, or you know, that men could get that blowjobs don't solve everything. <laughs> well, yes, but, but that like, was her. That but was that her. Was her. She was like, he was the one that was like, no, let's just this lesson. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lesson to be learned on both sides. I think because again, it was like, and it, and in the end, you know, the the thing in Italy was like. She feels him slipping away, so let's just do like you said. He that there, ramp it up. Let's do a threesome. Yeah. So she gets yeah. the girl and whatever, and then they do the thing, and then she's mad at him, and and that's kind of where where it has ended. But like, uh, to your point, Andrew, the three of us married very intelligent women. 
I mean, I think it's fair to say that the three Holy of us, crap, yeah. we yeah. married very smart women. Having I've known, uh, you know, Sam's wife I went to high school with, and Karen I've known for 20 years. So what in the- I think it matters, especially to us. <laughs> Something is happening on their side of the world. You, you, you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, I accidentally threw a pen behind me. So then I saw the cap in my hand, so I felt like I had to throw the cap. <laughs> complete the thing. It was like an OCD thing. I can't just throw half the pen, and the whole pen has to go. Sure. It's going. I got you. Sorry, so Sarah, no, you're watch fine. things flying. Um, I was trying to be discreet. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work well. Oh, dear God. I'm sober. I'm not even drinking. <laughs> so sober over here. This is just normal. That's okay. <laughs> normal weird. Eh, it's late. Sorry. You're probably thinking I'm the dumb one right now. I'm not. No. <laughs> She's not. I just, nope. I think I, my point was, Andrew's point was simply that, like, oh. I think for men, most men, looking for a long term relationship, intelligence, there has to be some, you know, saying, like, you have to be able to carry a conversation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 and yep. and like that was, I think that was constantly a sticking point for him. Like he reads her this bit of poetry, and she clearly doesn't get it, and that's obviously the problem. But again, their relationship was toxic from the from the word go. Like so, yeah. that I think that's the point. I think it was the word. It was the the eat. It wasn't go. <laughs> It was eat the the, the <laughs> pea, as you say. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Virginia. You got to be like, careful down there with. Drink? Yeah, you got to be careful with the Virginia down there. Yeah. Virginia. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry. That was also a favorite part. The Virginia, my Virginia. Yeah. Oh, uh, the the slang in this movie. All right. Anything else before I play some clips? No? Okay, good. No, we're good. All right. Yeah. Time for... So my clips are labeled... Well, this is probably the most interesting I've labeled clips in a while. This one's literally just titled Apple Sex. So here you go. Oh, God. The new product from Macintosh, the Apple Sex. Here we go. Well, once at a picnic, my, my mother caught an apple for me. And when I saw what it looked like, I ran off with it into the woods and pretended that the cool and mealy hole of the fruit was between the legs of that wonderful girl who always called me Big Boy and pleaded for more. Oh, shove it in me, Big Boy. How, okay. how funny that that's, that, the, that's what you read, right? I, we did not plan that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's... What were you gonna say, Sam? Well, that that I was gonna say that whole conversation was 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 that it was strange to me. But the whole time I'm I'm sitting there thinking, who in their right mind as a woman would sit through this? And uh, it just it was fascinating to me that that she she obviously had some mental issues as well because I I, I felt, had the same thought. I'm like he just told you that he pork deliver. Sorry, yeah. He, had relations with a liver, and you just laughed it off like it's nothing. I, if I heard that from my husband, we'd be having a very different conversation. But like, we don't know who right? that. <laughs> we don't know who that woman is. I honestly thought it was a prostitute. That was the vibe I picked up from it. She was like, we don't see her face. Like, literally, all we see is hair and an arm. Like, we don't see. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, for all we know, it was a mannequin that they just did 
ADR with later. Uh, so <laughs> probably not, but you know what I'm saying. So I just assumed she was a prostitute, honestly. I didn't think that was a real relationship. Like, say whatever the hell you want. She doesn't care. You're paying for her, so... Yeah, I don't know. Even as a prostitute, I feel like you care a little. Like people start <laughs> yeah. telling you weird things, you yeah. think, oh, maybe. Well, maybe we cut and there, this one a little early. <laughs> there was some small part of me that even after he knew Mary Jane for a little while, I still was thinking she might say, "All right, so just so you know, I I need my money now." Like, you know, I I kind of got that vibe yeah. from the beginning that she was out there working the streets, not just trying to get a cab. Uh, yeah, I got you. Well, she did say And didn't she, she get like super offended too when he implied? Yeah, that he, she was. He yeah. like implied that she was a lady of the night and she got offended. Just crazy offended. Yeah. Cuz she was a mm. she was a model. Uh this one's just labeled diarrhea. Here we go. Listen oh, to God. the pain. I should have such pain. What kind of talk is that? Can't you hear the suffering? I should have such suffering. <gasps> If I could do what he's doing just once a day, I'd be happy to do it in Macy's window. <laughs> so that's obviously funny because we as the audience know what he's actually doing and the right. dad thinks. Now, here's a little controversial topic, but we're going to go there. Um, I The scene was funny, right? The scene is supposed to be funny. But, like, do, you, do, do men make that much noise when they're doing that? Because... I feel like men have figured out how to be quiet when we're needing to do that kind of thing. Because, you yeah. know, like... You, you wait, learn how to what? do that in, like, seventh grade, right? Right. What? <laughs> really? Are you sure? Stop it. <laughs> That's why Sam was given the she-shed to live in. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. I think that was part of what he, like got off on though was that knowing they were hearing him but like they had no idea what was happening like that voyeurism almost yeah mm-hmm. well obviously because he said he stepped up his game like he used to do it before dinner and after dinner and then he started doing it during dinner so yeah this man I think obviously it was purposeful has, yeah he's got some issues i mean major major issues i feel like there would be some chafing going on i mean that's a lot that's a lot of happening. You know what I'm saying? It's three or four. You know, I just it reminded me of that scene in Wolf of Wall Street when Matthew McConaughey is like to Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like, "Hey, how many times you know a week? You, how much do you masturbate?" And he's like, two or three times a week." He's like, "I do it twice a day." <laughs> and he's like, "That's how I keep up my edge." And then, even I thought, "Shit, that's a lot." <laughs> so anyway, uh, moving on to this. How do you think Melvin Weiner gave himself colitis? Why has that child spent half his life in hospitals? Because he eats Hazari. Don't you dare to make fun of me! All right. How did he get colitis? Because he eats Hazari! <laughs> Sorry, I had to capture that laugh. It was like the Joker. Yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like he, he knew why it was funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, here's uh, No More Penis. <laughs> I caught the sniff from an 18-year-old Italian girl from Hillside. And now, and now I have no more p- 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 penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. Oh, that's so bad. Really the dialogue. in the 70s. <laughs> the dialogue and the delivery remind me of... 
uh, Rudolph, the claymation Rudolph. The red nose. Red yeah. Nose. <laughs> I don't know it what just it is. Took a weird turn. <laughs> it really did. I don't yeah. know why, uh, but it it did. <laughs> <laughs> Like when I heard it the first time, I was like, "Why does that remind me of that so much?" Yeah. Oh, Which, Andrew. by the way, just to just to steer us back in the right direction, there is a version. No, no that if you haven't seen it, it's called uh, "Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Sex Toys." So, uh, yeah. Google it and go watch it. It's funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. I don't remember what this is. This is steer us back on course. Well, yeah. Sorry, you watched this? <laughs> you gonna review? I mean, not recently. I think I watched it when I was in high school. <laughs> oh man. Well, we tried to look up. Never mind. <laughs> oh no, no, you can't. You, what did you look up? You can't just stop there. Well, okay. We were trying to think of our. Because you said our top three movie scene, sex scenes, you know. Okay. We oh, for later. We yeah. that up earlier. Like, we've, Gerard Butler came to mind. And Sweet Jesus. The movie 300. Well, ah, yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't realize there was a, I didn't realize there was a sequel. So then we were trying to find the first movie. And oh, we accidentally we... almost clicked on a bad no, we, site. We did. Oh, we 100% we did. did. Okay. We but then did. we're like, shit, go back. Go back. Yeah. So now I'm going to get a whole bunch She's of really inappropriate ads. <sighs> Maybe that's why the mic didn't work. Mm. There's no way. You got virus. There's a callback. There's a callback. The computer got the sift. So did you, uh, did you, did you accidentally watch like the, the 300 sequel sex scene? Because there's a sex scene between uh, Eva, Green, Eva Green and whoever the lead dude is. We did, we did, but that's not the sex scene that I picked. It's right. from the first, the, first the original. One, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Lena. The, yeah. Hetty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Sarah Lannister, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the funny oh, yeah. part, the funny part about that sex scene, I'm not going to lie, that movie is terrible. That second movie is really bad, but there's a really funny thing where she's like, hey, come join me, and she's all sexy, right, because it's Eva Green. So then she, like, quote, unquote, seduces him, so he, he bangs her, and then he's done, and then she's like, so are you going to join me? He's like, no, but thanks for the ride. <laughs> she gets that. <laughs> like it's kind of funny, right? But like, like she tried to use her her wiles against him, and he was having well, not none of it. He had some of it, but uh, anyway, he didn't have all of it. He didn't have all of it. Yeah, got it. He had enough, and then he left. Uh, I don't know what this clip is, so here's mystery clip. Is that it? Oh, right. That's when. <laughs> okay. That's when he's uh, getting ready to get the the hand job from Bubbles, and he pulls his junk out, and that's what she says. Oh, oh, oh yes. is that it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy. Oh, oh, mystery of the length solved. It obviously that's not why the redhead was with him. That's true, unless unless Bubbles had very high expectations because of previous. I don't know. Suitors. The guy that was just in there before him didn't look like he was packing either. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> there's just nothing worse than when, you know, you're about to have an intimate moment and then she says, Is that there, it? There you go. Mm. Yeah, that's the worst. And then she gave him a. Okay, I'm sorry. In that scene where she's counting to 50, I'm like, The pressure. No, who kidding. can perform under the pressure right of counting out loud? It's like at least count in your head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't say that. 
this clip is called Kill Myself. Okay. Yes, I do. It was a couple of years after my divorce. I tried to kill myself a little. That's nice. That's that's why I captured just, that. <laughs> that's just nice. a little. That's nice. I tried to kill myself just a little. Yeah, just a little. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Back to the 70s and mental health. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this... <laughs> This legit made me laugh. Who is it? It's a night of mid. Go away. I got all I can handle. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Uh, yeah, Housekeeping, you want me fluff pillow? Yeah. <laughs> threesome was the line. Foursome was too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> too much going on. Uh, and I kind of liked also that they played the threesome funny. Right, like there was yeah. nothing sexy. The camera didn't see anything. There's a lot of, like, I, I kind of feel like that's how it would really be. Is like, oh, oh yeah, awkward. Move, it is. move yeah. here. Wait, what, Sam? <laughs> what? <laughs> Rewind. What? What? <laughs> what? What just no, happened? Yeah. Did Sam just confess to having a threesome on our podcast? I don't know what you're talking about. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, this show just got real interesting. Uh, confessions. That's yeah. what we're going to call this episode. Cheap, cheap Seat Reviews <laughs> Confessions. Uh, okay. Uh, so, again, so this part, it, it made me laugh, but it's not supposed to because, so this is now post-rape scene, and this is when he's being judged by something, uh, the, 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 the bright lights of the sky. We don't know what's happening if it's, the actual police, or if it's just in his mind. I guess this is just his brain. His brain's trying to justify what he did because he was like, oh, it's just consenting adults, you know, and like he's trying to lawyer his way out of, you know, an attempted rape. But this part kind of made me laugh. But Your Honor, she was of age. After all, a consenting adult. Don't bullshit me with legalisms, Portnoy. You knew right from wrong, and for that you are justly sentenced to a limp dick. That, it, that, is... that whole scene kind of gave me a uh, Mel Brooks or a, a, a Monty Python vibe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're here was a legit serious crime, and your, 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 your brain is going to punish you for it by making you impotent. But by saying, you know... Your Honor. Right from wrong, and for that you are justly sentenced to a limp dick. Like it's a, it's a joke, right? Like it almost makes it, it almost makes the movie come across as as that was that that it's that's the punchline to attempted rape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, like I said, the, the it made me laugh in the moment, obviously enough that I captured the clip, but it wasn't supposed to. Like I don't think it was supposed to, or or maybe it was supposed to. And we're supposed to laugh off attempted rape, rape in 1972, you know? So, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to go, how do I transition from attempted rape to what we're about to go to? <laughs> but I'm going to do my best. Um, and I, I feel bad for our sponsor, but uh, this segment is sponsored by... Poorly <laughs> <laughs> timed. Yeah, this, this is the worst. Uh, this is uh, uh, my our good friend. Please tell me, please tell me that's an ad for a Manscaped 3.0. No, it's not. It's uh, it's our good friend TV's Travis, and he's got a really cool promo. He's gonna play, or I'm gonna play now. Previously, on those were the days. 
a mighty podcast loved by good feared by nobody what were they doing for the other three episodes Audio. it's still moving at a faster pace than any episode of dbz yeah they're like, like translating is too much work he definitely had rocket boobs it's the same footage every time <laughs> is to just jump at it at vaguely crotch level all right so the road beast has drill nipples i have extensive knowledge of voltron all acquired during lunchtime those were the days is a podcast about classic tv find us at anchor.fm slash those were the days show or on twitter at those days show and now for some more bad news ready all right time for the new game that we play by new i mean two months old now called hey did you notice I cannot wait for Andrew to play this game because I have no idea what he's going to do. This game is simply, hey, did you notice that in the movie? Andrew's going to ask five questions. Uh, Sarah and Kelsey are on one team against, uh, I'll I'll be your opponent this time. Uh, Sam, you can be be spared this week. And Andrew's going to ask his five questions. And if you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, your other person gets a chance to steal the point. Uh, first one, best out of five, wins, ultimately nothing. It's kind of like whose line is it anyway. The points don't really matter, but we're going to keep score anyway. I still like to win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bird in the hand goes first. And again, if you miss this, the chance will go to Sean. What pseudonym did Alex use to book the inn in Vermont for he and Mary Jane? Arnold. Ooh. I feel like, um, I'm going to go with it. Sure. Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Arnold Jansen or Jensen? You are close, but no. Sean? Oh. I know. I, I think Arnold is right, but I can't. The last name, it was like a famous name that I've heard a thousand times, and it reminded me of it like is. a football player or something. Um, but I can't remember what it was either. Like I, I heard and I thought, oh, that's the name of a football player. Like, like uh, Do I get... Half a point for yeah, Arnold? she gets half a point for <laughs> yeah. Arnold. I'll give you half a point. Uh, the last name was Mandel, Mandel. And you were thinking of Howie Mandel. That's what I was not a football player. Yeah, an actor. That's what it was. <laughs> or All right, Johnny so, Mandel uh, was Mandel. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Sean, this one goes to you. Yeah. How long after the trip does Alex say that the mayor's dinner party is? After they return, he says, "This time has passed. I can't believe I asked her." To go to the mayor's dinner party. Well, that's a terribly written question, and I apologize. But I know what you mean. <laughs> he it's, did it's, give. It's in his like he's, he's he's when he's talking to the therapist. He's like, I can't believe we've been here. It was like three months or something. I'm going to guess three months. And it's not right, but that's what I'm going to guess. All right, uh, let's go to bird in the hand. Do you guys have an idea? No. <laughs> All right. Two months. It was three weeks. He three says, weeks. I got three right. Three weeks later. Yeah, you did get the number correct, but yeah. uh, I'm not going to give you a point. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to Bird in the Hand for uh, the third question here. Uh, after the threesome, the clock, as seen on screen, speeding up, and it stops on what time when he gets sick to go vomit? Do we know why he got sick? No, we don't. But he did for some reason. I think it was just too much to drink, maybe. Ate too much. 
Mm. Oh, <laughs> my God. Nice. <laughs> Lovely. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Too much, too many tacos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go with 5 a.m. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. sounds great. That's incorrect, Sean. Do you have a guess? Is it 610? It is 105 a.m. <laughs> wow. wow, you guys know. I remember here. the big hand being close I to the five. I watching 10. the clock like go slow and speed up, yeah. but I have no idea what time it is. All right. I just knew <laughs> that was in the middle of the night. That was good. That's good. I don't know. I felt like All right. Question, uh, question number four. This goes to Sean. Um, where did Alex meet Mary Jane? He says. The street names. Oh, jeez. At the corner of one and the other. What are those two streets? Washington and Maine. No, bird in the hand. There was a number. The second one was a number. <laughs> was no the idea. second street a number? Uh, they. I'll give you a hint. They were both a number. Oh. I don't know. Seventh and thirteenth. Oh, 49th. 42nd. Sixth, Sixth Avenue and 52nd Street. Oh. Yeah. That's where they met. All right. We're not doing too good on this. We're not doing too, no, too good on wow. this tonight. This is so hard. All right. The last question. Dazzled by headlights. The opening scene. The last question goes to Bird in the Hand, and it is when Alex sits down. In the waiting room uh, at his therapist's office, he picks up a magazine. What was the magazine? Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. I don't know. I don't know. You just guess yours. You guess. You guess. Guess. Time magazine. That is a good guess, but incorrect. Sean? Uh, highlights for kids. No. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Psychology Today. Psychology Today was the magazine he picked oh. up. Sam should have been playing today. Yeah. So, Bird in the Hand, you will win by half a point. Half a point. so <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst we've ever done. <laughs> oh, and That's our game. That's the game. Good job. Good job, ladies. That was great. Uh, time for this. God, that was hard. Yeah, Andrew's insane. I don't know why That's he makes him so hard, but um, he does. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> there, there's another one for you. Just I just teed that one up there, right there for you. Okay, time for... Oh, yeah. sp- speaking of uh, inappropriate things... <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. This is where we do our top three. That's right, top three. Well, this whole movie is about sex. Well, and masturbation, but I guess that's a form of sex. So... We decided to do our Not top according three. according to Bill Clinton. Well, that's true. <laughs> our top three favorite sex scenes in movies. That's right. This is an opportunity for us to get a little, uh, well, let's see what, uh, what, what, what turns you on. Uh, I'll make sure to send this episode to all of our parents. This is great. Saucy. Awesome. Bobby right. G will be so pleased. <laughs> Bobby G. That's my mother's code name. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Who goes first? Uh, Sam goes first. Okay. All right. Um, my first one 
is the very first sex scene I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And I remember walking into my friend John's living room and his parents were watching it. And I li- literally stopped me in my tracks. And I don't even think it's a good sex scene, but it's, it's the most memorable only because I can remember it. And it's that, I believe it's a sex scene in Lethal Weapon. Oh, the one in Lethal Weapon 2 is pretty good. Maybe it's no, maybe it's the second one. Yeah, I just the, I, the I just remember seeing, yeah. Um, you, you just remember hearing, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my number two is the entire orgy scene in Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, sure. And, um, in fact, I once had a girlfriend um, oh. tell me that she thought my fraternity, uh, that our initiation was going to be, was basically that. Yeah. Wait, um, yours wasn't? And... <laughs> <laughs> what did like, you guys yeah, make so- me do? Sorry to disappoint. No, you, you just catered. You, you buried the, you, you brought around the food and wine. So, <laughs> and then of course, um, the menage a trois in Wild Things. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Very good. All right, yep. uh, Sarah. Oh boy. Okay, so we've kind of <laughs> talked about it a little bit, but the uh, scene between the two main characters in 300. All right. Mm. Yep. Hands down winner. Uh, the notebook. Uh, when it's like pouring down rain and he picks her up on the dock and like carries her in the house and his pants are down and he's like de freaking determined to get her up the stairs, like carrying her the whole way. Winner. So uh, hold on just a second. So fun stuff. So I worked with some people that worked on that movie. So I used, you know, I worked in the film industry for a little while, and I worked with the sound mixer of that movie as well as the set medic and one of the other uh, grips. And the director of that movie was like this kind of creepy dude. And the so there's an extended version of that first sex scene between the two of them. And uh, and you can there's a like, it's in a deleted scene or whatever you can you can watch that scene. But like the director wanted the sex scene to go way more than what it was and there was a lot of uh times where when they would like during the montage of them falling in love during that summer he would literally tell ryan gosling like hey stick your hand up her blouse like while you're making out and like other cast members especially james garner would be like we didn't do that when we were like that's not something we did like we were you know like we would do that privately but not in like in the street you know there was a lot of those kind of things where so like the notebook like had to get like literally the cast was was trying to tone down this director. The other kind of fun scene was or fun moment is in the boat, right? So the boat scene where all the swans are, right? Swans, geese, geese. First of all, how do you get a, a thousand geese to show up on the day you shoot? You send a PA out there every day for two months to feed the geese bread so that they'll show <laughs> up the day you're getting ready to film. So that's that, that's a real thing. Also, when they filmed it in Charleston, it was like the coldest it had. Also, can I get that job? Sure. Uh, Bird Wrangler. That's your job. (laughs) So when they were filming in Charleston, it was like the coldest in. in... (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Sorry. I couldn't help pass up the bird in the hand. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. So it's like the coldest in Charleston it had been in 20 years because they filmed it in in the winter of that year because it's Charleston. It's supposed to be warm. So like when they're laying on the ground looking at the stoplight, the the ground is so cold that in between takes they would use blow torches to heat up the asphalt because you could hear their teeth chattering. 
So if you so the scene when it's raining, when oh jeez. So when it's raining and they're caught in the on the boat, right? There's a there's a moment where it, it starts raining and there's this there's it cuts to her laughing and she looks like it looks kind of awkward. It's because they're both just so frozen that they can't they can't even act anymore. They're so cold. So it's because it's like forty degrees outside. So they find they call cut on the final take and she uh, she's like get me out of this boat. And she on the way out of the boat, she trips and falls into the water. Oh. And the the Jonathan oh, uh, Gainer, who was the mixer, can hear her screaming underwater through her mic pack, right? And so he's he's screaming for the set medic. So the medic comes running in and just runs into the water and scoops her up, right? Picks her up, carries her to her trailer, and is yelling for her personal assistant. Come on, you gotta follow me. So he takes her to her trailer, they strip her naked towel dryer and they get a bunch of hair dryers to try to bring up her core temperature because she got really it was really cold and so the, the the set medic is telling me the story right and uh i'm like dude you saved her life man that's that's incredible and then he just looks at me smiles winks and says yeah but i got to see her naked too so oh dear <laughs> lord it brings gentleman us back right to this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, right. He he was a very nice guy and a very in a gentleman, but you know he's like, yeah, I still got to see Rachel McAdams naked. He's like, okay, I I got you, pal. Anyway, uh, yeah, in the so that was the middle of your top three. You have one more to go. Um. Okay. So does this count with TV shows? Sure, I don't care. Or is it? Are we just talking movies? We usually just do movies, but whatever. Okay. We got, I don't so, care. well, so Game of Thrones with Daenerys Targaryen and whatever the hell his name is, Cal Drogo, post-rapey Cal Drogo. But when she, like, (laughs) takes control and decides, this is my sex life, buddy, that that sex scene is phenomenal. There you go. Okay. Also, I feel like the female choices are very different than the male choices for favorite (laughs) scenes. Like, Lethal Weapon, The Notebook. (laughs) Very different vibes. <laughs> Just a little bit. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. Kelsey? Oh, okay. We're just jumping right into this. All right. <laughs> oh, crap. What were mine? Oh, uh, one, two, three. Oh, no. Three, six, five. <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> she said one, two, three. <laughs> Sorry. The movie's called three, six, five. Three, six, five yeah. DNI or something. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Massimo. My, my wife forced me to watch that one, which I wasn't. You know, too upset about I, it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you've seen the movie, the plot's not great. No, no, no. You're, it's a so smut movie. Be. You're there you, for you the do, You do know there's a second one, right? Yeah, I watched that too. I didn't know that. <laughs> My wife told me that the other day, and I said, no, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. It's very smut heavy. Like the first 30 minutes of the second movie, it's all sex so it's one we should do for the podcast what you're telling me yeah after this one that's easy yeah i was gonna say so anyway three six five real they just ran up there number one uh what was my second one Uh, oh um it's a tv show yeah it's a tv show um on netflix again i'm sorry apparently i'm very I watch Netflix a lot. Um, it's called Sex Life, I believe. It's based on a book by B.B. Easton where this woman, she is married, has two kids, but she starts like writing this, these, this story about her first love and then 
she runs into him again and kind of cheats on her husband. Makes it come true. Yeah. Mm. I don't oh, know. There's some there there are some scenes in that one that uh sorry, I just keep going, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, and then Outlander. The Scottish accent right there gets me with Jamie Fraser. Mm. Uh oh, Andrew, that's your cue. And the kilt. <laughs> I know it's it's quite a nice accent there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What's strange though is it, the kilts are not really Scottish. Not that Scottish. was Americanized. No. no, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to it. cut video so Kelsey can portnoy the situation. Oh. <laughs> I, I love that not only did you kick into Scottish accent, you dropped your voice like, you know, oh, three yeah. or four. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you went a sexy phone voice. You went, you went full like, of, yeah. you went sexy Scotsman. I love it. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. We, we need sexy Scotsman more. We call him Randy. <laughs> Sorry, that was perfect. Yeah, no, it was great. That's good stuff. Perfect. All right, is it my is it my turn? Uh, yes, go. Yeah, you and I. Yeah, you and I have a gun. <laughs> okay. All right. So again, like you said, the women's are going to be different than the men's, and this is the same. So my honorable mention, because <laughs> I have one, is uh, uh, Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis in the uh, the Swan movie. What's that called? Oh, Black it's Swan. So Black good. Swan. Black Swan. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my number three is uh, Diane Lane and that French dude in Unfaithful. That's a yeah, it, that's a good one. The movie itself is good too. Like it's just a good movie, but like uh-huh. Diane Lane, there's just something just really sexy about her. Uh, number two is Monsters Ball with uh, Halle Berry oh, and yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. It's okay. uh, yeah. It's kind of a weird sex scene, but it's 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 like really visceral and interesting. And my number one is that is... the one is that the one where they gag when they get to the ball? No. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay, first of all, props. You said that without laughing. Yeah. I I don't know why you did that. You're welcome. <laughs> And my number one is the Thomas Crown Affair. Pierce Brosnan and oh. Rene Russo all over that house, oh, yeah. up the stairs, and just everywhere. They were having fun. They were. Good for them. Good for Good them. Good for them. Yeah, well, you're rich. You can do that. All right, Andrew, yeah. what you got? I've got, uh, at number three, Sausage Party, the food orgy. <laughs> yeah. Are these pornos? No, no. <laughs> Although, oh. well, that one technically. <laughs> no, that one's an animated uh, movie by, what is that? Who did that? South Park Seth Rogen? Right? Or no, no, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. There you go. Yeah. 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 No, um, 
Yeah, it's 2016. It's it's a funny thing. Uh, the next one, number two, I have from 2015 um, with, oh, what's her face from uh, The Big Bang Theory, a movie called The Bronze. Uh, and she is a gymnast oh, yeah. uh, in the Olympics. Kayla and she... Not Kayla Cuoco, the, the mouse yeah, girl. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, yeah, not Kelly Cuoco. Um, the other the girl. The, the blonde yeah. the, with the squeaky voice. But like their yeah. their oh, sex scene Bernadette. is... Scare Bernadette, yeah. Their, their whole sex scene is like they're a, a gymnasts. And so they're just yeah. doing like... A li- like, like they're both the... somersaulting onto each other. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's... and it's uh, it's Bucky. <laughs> that's right? it's, painful. It's the Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. That's the guy, right? Yeah. Uh, and then number one, uh, number one is a movie that I just recently saw, and literally every five minutes, if you clock it, something happens sexual every five minutes in this movie, and it's called The Voyeurs. Uh, and I think it's on Netflix or on, on Amazon Prime. I can't remember which. Um, but uh, it's an original on, I think it's Amazon. But the movie itself is just a very good movie. It's a, it's almost a thriller uh, in many ways, more so than kind of a sex movie. Um, but it's it's very good. It was 2021, I think. If we're giving honorable mentions, I just want to say the first scene I remember ever seeing was Titanic. And I remember my parents like threw a blanket over my head like, you can't watch this. Right. And it was like an Afghan, so there were holes. Nice. <laughs> I, I don't know that I've, I don't know that that I've told this story. Uh-oh. I don't know that I've told this story on air before, but I, I, uh, that was a first date that I ever went on, was to see Titanic. Titanic. And... Uh, you know, I had a girlfriend that was very um, pushy, let's put it that way, when it came to, you know, making out. And, you had uh, a monkey? Yeah, kind of, kind wow. of. Wow, um, okay. But I was, you know, I'd heard all about this scene where Kate Winslet is naked and Leonardo DiCaprio draws her. And so I didn't know when the scene was going to happen. And so during this movie, this girl's trying to make out with me and I actively am like pushing her away and being like, no, 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 hang on. Because any minute there's going to be boobs on the screen. <laughs> and, uh, needless to say, that was the only date we went on. Boobs in the hand <laughs> nice. is more than boobs on the screen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know that now. <laughs> Back then I didn't. pass up Kate Winslet though. Fact. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that was a fun list. Uh, that was fun. I'm, I'm, um, good times. Time for this. Mm-hmm. What's supposed to happen? That's right. This is where we're going to give this movie a score from zero to 10. Uh, oh. yeah, we got to give you a score. See, Kelsey seems very surprised by this. Obviously, Sarah didn't share the text I sent her with all this information. Oh, in all I fairness, did. she did. I just haven't had a phone in a week because mine broke and then I went out of town. And then I've well, been back, I, and AT and T has been yanking my chains. Well, so. I sent her this like three days ago. So, but yeah, I've had no phone. Yeah, you print it out, <laughs> hand it to you. Okay, <laughs> print it out. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, IMDb puts it at a five point four. Um, I think that's well, fair. That feels generous. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair um, because it, it is an entertaining movie to watch, and it's a. I guess at least it makes you think in many different ways. Um, 
but I can't go quite that high. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to just re- inverse those and give it 4.5 out of 10. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, wait, what just happened? That was weird. Um, Kelsey. Oh, see, I'm even lower than that. I'm like a 3.7. I don't like this movie very much. Okay. Well, that's fine. That is perfectly fine. Even though I forced us to, I mean, it's got great one-liners, but I, I don't know. I just I either like a movie to make me laugh the whole time or make me feel something, and that's just <laughs> didn't do it. Didn't didn't do that didn't for do me. It. All right, Sarah. <clears throat> We're gonna go with eleven. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, if if we're talking about a movie that makes you think and has that um, entertainment value, it was shocking to begin with and then held my attention to the point of what is this like what are what is happening so honestly i would probably stick with the imdb rating i think i'm good with that all right 5.4 is that what it is yeah okay that works sam yeah uh the first quarter to half of this movie is is a one or a two um, it drove me nuts and I hated it. It wasn't until Monkey came along and it started getting interesting that it started to to take on some interesting dynamics. So um, I think I'm going to give it, uh, I, I'm going to give it, I, I'm kind of right there with IMDb, a 5.48 uh, out of 10, um, merely for the fact it made me think today and made me think about, uh, you know, some of the questions that it brought forth. So. All right. You got in deep with this one. I got in deep somehow with this one. <laughs> All right. Real deep. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of tracking with you guys. I wanted to make like a 69 joke, like a 6.9, but there's just no way. Like, <laughs> no, no. Could, there's no yeah. way to yeah. go that high. So you could still make the joke, right? And say, I'll give it a 5.69, right? You can still make the joke. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the movie itself is kind of bad. The direction's kind of bad. The, the the score is just seventies as shit. Um, oh just, god, yeah. yeah. It just sounded like every other TV show from then. Well, it had some great saxophone. Did did it? I don't really know. I don't remember. I mean, it wasn't uh, Lethal Weapon quality saxophone, but no. it was. Yeah, eighty saxes. It was a little saxy. Yeah, that's that's some yeah. good sax right there. But like, it was. I don't know. The acting is bad. The writing is bad. Sound design was kind of bad. There's just there's a lot of bad there. The, the only thing that was interesting was just the story was trying to tell and yeah um but also at the end of the movie you just want to punch mr bean in the face and you know oh god yeah yeah and kick him in the nuts that's all you really want to do so so that gives us a score of 5.055 and uh yeah that uh that's just barely under uh, other movies in that same range as Beer Fest <laughs> that we did last week. Yeah. And uh, there you go. And uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. That's kind of around the same same vein there. So there you go. That's it. That's our show. Ladies, please tell my listening audience where they can find you and uh, where they can get your stuff because you guys have a great show. So we're on pretty much every major uh, podcast platform. So Spotify, 
iTunes, Google Play, a platform called Stitcher that I have never heard of nor access. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Stitcher sucks. Don't uh, worry about it. Our um, our what do we call it? Our our host, like our our host website or whatever. When it when it came out to whatever package we were choosing, it was like get you know get listed on all of these platforms, including Stitcher. And I was like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, so cool. got to be gotta so believe be it or not, package you grab. St- Stitcher was <laughs> right. has been around uh, almost as long as iTunes. So iTunes was the kind of the first one, and then Stitcher came along, and like they tried to be the whatever. The problem with Stitcher they was everything. that they were doing what M what uh, like Anchor does is that they will just randomly insert ads into your into your show, and you don't have as much control over it as you do with like say Spotify or you know Apple. So it's fine; it's there. People older than us use Stitcher, but you're fine. So we're all, we're also on um, Amazon and Audible, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. My sister listens to Audible now, so that was she listens to audiobooks like no nobody's business. And so uh, when we found found a host and decided to purchase whatever package it was, I saw that it was Audible, so I immediately text her like, "There you go, <laughs> you don't have to download another app." Um, we do make jokes pretty regularly that we have like three listeners and <laughs> the last time we posted on uh, Facebook, we had to do, we had to skip a week cause we were both sick and then Kelsey's kids were sick and it was just a hot mess. So I, I made the joke like to all three of our listeners and it, one of her friends commented and two of my siblings commented and I was like, oh. <laughs> cool. all three of them. So yeah, we're we're on every uh, every major platform. Next week is going to be our last episode of this season, and then we are coming back for season two in the fall. So we're still going to be uh, active on social media for uh, like questions of the day and uh, uh, content requests for future episodes. So we'll have dream interpretations, um, more badly written sex scenes. So yeah, yeah cool. It's a good time. Yeah, I got called out on your Twitter question today because uh, you said your your Twitter question of today as we record was, what's your favorite joke? And my favorite joke is not, I can't tell it in only 280 characters. And uh, Ebony, who is going to be on our podcast in a few weeks, said, then put it in Notepad and take a screenshot. So uh, I was like, okay, yes, uh, ma'am. So... <laughs> So uh, I uh, I have a joke to write in a little bit so that I uh, don't get yelled at by <laughs> Ebony because no one wants that. Uh, being yelled at by an Australian is just not fun. So, yeah, Andrew, but it's you got that so. one in the bank? Yeah. You, you got that one too? Absolutely. Oh, this is the moment where we're, yeah, we're waiting gonna, for you, I think, to yell at us. You're to come back to another episode to hear that Oh, one. nice hook. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice tease. <laughs> Oh, well, you ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, Absolutely. We are, uh, of course, Cheap Seat Reviews. <laughs> Cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com is where you can find all of our, uh, all of our uh, previous episodes. <laughs> we are fastly, fastly, that's not a word. We are quickly, quickly uh, approaching. <laughs> yeah. If you were, hey, Portnoy would probably have broken up with you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, does, he says fastly. I can't be with this guy. Uh, 
episode 400 is coming up real soon, and we are so excited. Again, we, uh, we're going to be doing Battle of the Cheap Seat Reviews All-Stars. We have 11 former guests coming back on to do trivia battle, <laughs> trivia questions about the movies that they reviewed with us and about our podcast itself. So Woo-hoo. I'm very excited for that. And, I know and I'm not writing those questions, because if I did, it would be, what did Sean say three minutes into the first episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the hint. It wasn't the catchphrase of the podcast, because I hadn't written that yet. No. Uh, I think I didn't, I didn't come up with that until about episode 10 or so. So we're very excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, in the meantime, go check all of our social media and all of that stuff. And... Just support us by leaving us a review. That'd be the coolest thing you could ever do is you can leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. And I will... Uh, oh, in fact, hold on. Hold on. Uh, this is so awkward to do live. But... Oh, Sean, put that away. We got a really <laughs> sweet review from Rosie, our friend Rosie. Yeah. Oh, we love Rosie. She's the best. I honestly thought she had already left us a review, but this only popped up a few weeks ago or a week ago, and I didn't see it. And it's Rosie says... Quote, I enjoy every episode I listen to. Interesting five-word reviews of what they cover. Here's my five-word review. Fun, knowledgeable, honest, back and forth. Watch the movie, then listen to their podcast. You will learn a lot. Special episode number one, Them's Fighting Nerds, is hilarious. With Cheap Seat Cast, me, uh, Cameron from Green Shirt, and Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable. Oh my goodness, Thor Ragnarok versus... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Them's fighting nerds is hilarious. Only in round two, but had to stop when Jesse says flashy soundtrack trick. Cameron, love the ace you pulled out in round one. Love you both. Cheap Seat Reviews is entertaining and thoughtful in its analysis and commentary. My gosh, Rosie. What an awesome review. You are the best. Um, Though I feel bad because I don't think she'll hear this because she's already confessed to me she's not watching this movie. So she might not hear (laughs) this. Yeah. Oh. Well, we still oh, love Rosie. We do, and I'll let her know that I gave her a glowing uh, review. Rosie is the best. Uh, she's kind of like our number one. She's certainly our number one female fan. I'll just be honest. She's 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 awesome. All right. That's gonna do it for the show. I have nothing more to say, so I'll simply say on behalf of Sarah and Kelsey, Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for a movie that I forgot to tell you about. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.